Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IA Cast. All right, I'm Michael Doeys, and today with me I have uh, a new face. Well, I don't think you've been on the podcast before yet, have you, Michael? Uh, we have Michael Babcock. I was once, actually. I forget exactly which episode oh, that's right. I was. But... Yeah, and so Michael's back with us, and um, he's part of our IA team, and so welcome, Michael. It's good to have you. And, uh, of course, uh, Taylor. Hello, everyone. All right, so we are here with another episode today. And we kind of have our new format, and so uh, we're going to start with some news topics and talk about what's been going on in the IACast network and all of our shows, and then kind of talk about some things coming up. So um, we, you know, we we skipped last uh, time that we usually have an episode because of it being. Um, the holiday. We had a U.S. holiday um, the day after the episode would have been uh, recorded, so we decided to give everybody that time off. So, you know, it was just, uh, you know, allowed people to, to um, you know, spend time with families and that kind of stuff. So, but we're back, and um, we, we have some, quite a bit of content today. So, you know, there was a small little event that happened um in California, you know, like the name of the video, the name of the podcast, California Streaming Apple's event, you know, that kind of happened, right? That was that a big deal, guys? Mm. It was supposed to be, right? It was supposed to be. No, no, kind of underwhelming, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was very, it was kind of surprising. Usually, their events are pretty uh, interesting, but this one was kind of uh, underwhelming. But we'll we'll get to that, but. Uh, um, if you watch the IACast shows, uh, IACast network shows, the next episode of Hands-On Safety will be recorded in a week or so and come out in, beginning of next month on home security. So that will be exciting. So uh, you might want to check out the uh, Hands-On Safety podcast. And, um, you know, we, me and Taylor do Techopolis Live each week. Uh, last week, what did we talk about? We talked about a lot of stuff, including... Like um, we did. Uh, we we talked about the Apple event. Apple event and more. That was the title. Yeah. So Windows I tried to. Ins- uh, yeah. I tried event and more. I tried to install Windows 11 on uh, Windows 365, and that did not go well. So no, um, it didn't go well at all. Then we talked about the Apple event, and we had some other things that we talked about. So. Yep. Then we talked about. Let's see. So we had that episode, and then we had. Um, Taylor had a lot of uh, different streams, including a Final Cut Pro stream on her channel today. So uh, Taylor's Tech Talks has been very busy. Oh, it's been an understatement. It's been crazy around here. Um, lots of content coming out. Apparently, YouTube has decided that it's going to release two Tutorial Tuesdays, which is a new thing that I'm doing, uh, where basically I do it different tech tutorials every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Eastern. YouTube has had a mind of its own, and it's going to release two of them this week. So I guess that's fine, I guess. Not really what I wanted, but, you know, let's just let YouTube do its thing. So any tech tutorials and other things, kind of what I do on Taylor's Tech Talk. So if you like tech videos and you like tech topics, then you should subscribe uh, to Taylor's Tech Talks, taylorstechtalks.com slash YouTube. So, um... You know, we've had everything on Taylor's Tech Talks. Michael, you have a podcast. You want to talk about what your podcast is and what you guys have been talking about? 
Sure, I can give you a quick recap of what we've been talking about. What my podcast is, is uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. No, so <laughs> Demasi and I, uh, a friend that I've had for several years now, decided one time we'd sit down and start recording some of the conversations we would have. And that turned into the DM series, which started out as Demasi and Michael just talking tech, but that was too much of a mouthful. So we changed the name over to the DM series. On September 14th, we we published an episode called DM78, Say Yes to Answer. Uh, and in this episode, Demasi and I talked a little about how we're going to have a cross-platform lifestyle working with iOS and Android. Uh, Demasi taught me something about the AirPod Pros that I didn't know. We had a side conversation about time tracking and our uh, thoughts on the um, Epic versus Apple ruling and then we also shared a couple of our uh, thoughts related to the apple event which i'm a little hesitant to go back and listen to that episode <laughs> i know oh. one thing we wanted but we did not get we'll talk about that later so but jason earls in chat has a different opinion and he thinks that your he podcast does. is about tacos it, it might, you know, we might throw a taco here and there. Jason needs to go listen to our podcast because we talked about the tip, and I don't remember what it was in relation to, but I said Jason needs to hear this. <laughs> well, we're we're glad that we uh, have everybody that we have in chat. It's really awesome. Um, and, you know, uh, if you're listening to uh, our podcast through a podcast application, we do uh, live stream these on uh, on YouTube. So we encourage people to be in our chat and come hang out with us as we talk, you know, about all these topics. So pretty excited about all of this. So we have, you know, we have all these podcasts and, you know, we all like to promote our stuff on this show. So um, as as new podcasts come on the network, we will be talking about the different topics that we we have so, um, some interesting news. Uh, Microsoft has announced an announcement. <laughs> um, they're going to talk about what's next for Surface on the 22nd. I'm really excited about this. Me too. And we'll see what we get. Um, I'm kind of curious what Surface devices they're going to announce. Uh, is there anything, Michael, that you're interested in that they may talk about? Maybe a new Surface Book. So I have one of the Surface Books. I forget which one it is, but I really like the keyboard on it. And this Lenovo I'm using is a great workhorse, but the battery, not so much. So I'd no. like to see a new decent Surface Book that has a good battery. And I just like the keyboards on. I agree. I, you know, I used a Surface Book for a gaming computer and it didn't do that great. Um, but for a productivity machine, they are amazing. And I would, you know, I would love to see a Surface Book that can, uh, you know, keep up. You know, if they put like, um, I don't know, like one of the AMD chips in there, like the that can run at the low um, power efficiency or lo the low power that the a lot of the newer Intel or AMD chips can run at, that would be pretty awesome. Um, because the Surface Book Two that I had and the Surface Book Three even ran i think about 15 maybe 20 watts and so it was kind of uh eh. you know running an i9 core uh, i9 um you know processor uh at low or i7 at low settings is kind of pointless to have an i7 in there if you're doing that you know and so i'm kind of hoping that they make it worth 
you know, people's time. They seem to be focusing on the Surface laptops and the Surface Go, though, because we haven't seen many Surface Pro upgrades, and, you know, I don't know. I would like to just see them refresh the whole line. Well, we will see on the 22nd. Yep. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it's... We're going to just have to see, and we'll see what they give us. And um, so it, it's all depending on what Microsoft has. And it's all in time, you know, a week or so before um, the new version of Windows comes out. And uh, Windows 11. And uh, is there anything that has you both excited about Windows 11? I'm excited by the littlest thing in Windows 11. At least to me, it's the littlest thing. It's the new sound scheme. Uh, I plugged a device in earlier, and I'm like, what was that noise? That was just a pleasant, unintrusive noise that identified to me that I plugged a device in, and I like the new startup sounds. So it's the little things that I really like. And the new start menu. I've grown to enjoy it. Yeah, um, I would say on my end, you know, all the developer tools they're going to be adding and all the integration with sound, uh, audio technology stuff, right? Because they're making working with audio a lot easier on Windows. And so both of those things, the terminal and the developer features and also the sound is what really has me excited. And if they can get it working on Windows 365 without having to reset, that'd also be exciting. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, it, for me... And, oh, and, and Michael, I don't know if you know this, but if you switch it to dark mode, you actually get a slightly different sound scheme. I did not know that. I'm going to have to play with that. Yeah, I heard that from somebody um, at one point. <laughs> 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 wow has the audio cast become Techopolis Live all of a sudden <laughs> apparently <laughs> Techopolis Live plus Michael I didn't realize I broke you that much Michael I, I, that was not my intention well you're going to bring Michael no matter what you do I think so all right, oh my so god that was, chat. I was so no don't stay out of chat I was so not expecting that that was uh, yeah I was <laughs> I had I, I knew that this could Taylor happen. knew I was going to bring up food at some point. Yeah, so I was just preparing so for it. Every, and, so yeah. since we're not screen sharing, Michael wrote in chat, I'm hungry. Uh, I thought Mike was was bringing a steak. <laughs> oh. And you know what? I actually like that because, you know, we sometimes we, we talk about some very serious stuff. And so it's nice to add some humor in there. That was so great. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, you know... And, and, you know, that's the, the neat thing of our new format is there might actually be podcasts where we talk about food. And, you know, I, I feel for people who watch our podcast before they have breakfast or anything like that because, you know, there might be times where we talk about, you know, cooking and, and accessible uh, meal preparations and things like that. So that that's going to be a thing. It's kind of exciting. So that's basically uh, – do you guys have anything else you think we should cover as far as our news? I think that's covered, you know, a lot of what's going on right now. Yes, so, I believe it's all. Um, I guess the ad I want to talk about is um, something that uh, I think is very important if you're trying to get into being a uh, uh, having a presence on the internet. And uh, Taylor can talk more about it, but I think it's a really a, a very important uh, um, a very important thing to have today. Is everybody needs a website? They do. And, yep. uh, you know, we, I did a Swift UI course uh, twice, and Taylor is now doing a 
course on WordPress. So why don't you talk a few for about you know a little bit about that, and then uh, tell people how they can get to the course. Yeah, this is a WordPress course. It will take you from the very beginning, so not even having a website or domain or hosting or any of that. And it's going to be a 10-week course. It's going to be starting October 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, 5 Mountain, 4 Pacific, and whatever other time zones uh, folks may be in. (laughs) What we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking you from not knowing anything about how to make a website to having your own personal or professional website that you can show off to either employers or that you can have as your own home on the internet. So we're going to be covering things like, you know, how to get started and how to you know, make it visually appealing and how to make it accessible and kind of the technologies and the things that I like to use. And we're going to be using the WordPress CMS or content management system. It's going to be a group course. So there's going to be five to eight students in there and it's going to be uh, two hours long each session. So starting for 10 weeks on October 5th. And if you're interested in learning more, we've got a group course launch announcement on YouTube on Taylor's Tech Talks. And as well as that, If you're interested in possibly enrolling, you can visit courses.tailoraccess.com to learn more and to enroll if you are interested. It is $300 for 10 weeks uh, in the course, and that will cover all of the uh, expenses and whatnot, and you'll get support, and there's going to be a Discord server and a mailing list and all sorts of things. So courses.tailoraccess.com, or you can visit Taylor's Tech Talks to learn more and to watch the full launch announcement. Yep. And also, you may want to hurry up. There's already... Uh, you do. Uh, three applicants, right? Uh, there are already three students in the course. Yes, not applicants. We're not applying for jobs here. But there are three students well, that have already course, so taken spots. Yeah. So but time yep. is running out, folks. Yep. So, um, yeah, check that out. It's a great course. And uh, uh, I think, Taylor, you plan to do more in the future. Is that right? I do, yeah. I've already had requests to do more in different time periods of the year. So, yep. yep. So, uh, on to our, our main topic of uh, this time. Uh, Apple had their announcement, uh, their, their event, this past uh, week on Tuesday. And we got a bunch of different device announcements. It was a pretty interesting... Um, the, the event was interesting. The devices were not as interesting. Um, we got new iPads. New watches, new phones, and um, we'll go through those. So, did they start with the? I think they started with the iPads, didn't they? Yep. Yep. So we got two new iPads: the iPad and the iPad Mini. And the Mini totally took the show. But I will say though, for education, I think that new regular iPad could be a. You know, they compared it to Chromebooks, and I thought that was very interesting. They compared it to Chromebooks, saying it was more powerful than most Chromebooks, and um, it that the new iPad is like three. Uh, what was it? Three ninety nine, and with a discount, or was it? It's three twenty nine for general. The di- education discount is two ninety nine. Right. That just sounded sounds too cheap. That's that's a really <laughs> good deal for a very high quality tablet. For general use, I would say meh, don't buy it. But for schools and work agencies and places, that's perfect. You know, uh, that's the business, corporate, school, nonprofit iPad right there. Um, but it's it doesn't do much more than what you know the 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 previous version did, and it only has an A13. It does not have the A15 chip. But it does have headphone jack. 
Oh, it does. Yes. And so yes. I'm sure there's a good audience of people that would love that. Whereas the Mini, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, has dropped the headphone jack. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's interesting how many devices are actually doing that, um, even on the Android side now. Um, well, I think it's a trend. Oh, it's very much a trend. Apple I know, because do- like when one company does it, yep, mm-hmm. it's, they will follow. When Apple does it, everybody else does it. Yep. <laughs> so then we got the iPad Mini, and that was one of the stars of the show. Um, Michael, what was your initial thoughts on the iPad Mini? Was that, you know, made you pay attention so, to the event? So to be fully transparent, I am not an iPad person. I My brain does not work around uh, using an iPad with uh, voiceover in it. It definitely can be done. It's just not my device of choice. But I will say that for an iPad Mini... Uh, to have the sizes that this one does at the price that it is, it, it is very intriguing. And the iPad mini is closer to the size of a of a larger phone. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to walk around with an iPad mini up to my face because that would look a little funky. But it does give you that screen real estate for if you need it. So for some users, I think the mini will be perfect. And Taylor, what about you? you don't you have an iPad mini? I do, yes, and I think, like I said again, I, I use it uh, for different things. I mean, not all that often, but I do have it uh, as kind of a testing device. But, you know, again, I think that it's very intriguing, and especially, you know, it will definitely be uh, cool to see kind of what it does, because it basically has all of Apple's latest technology in it. For the most part, yes. And, yeah. um you know, it does not have the LiDAR, and have a lot of those things, but it does no, have... No, but the- I wouldn't use an iPad for LiDAR, would I? I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, believe it or not, sometimes the bigger screen, uh, I wouldn't use it for LiDAR, but remember that the iPad was what LiDAR came out on first. Right. Uh, the, um, the iPad Pro was the first device to get LiDAR compared to the phone. So it's very interesting, you know, what, what they're doing. Now, the, uh, the mini, do, the other thing that it doesn't have that's the latest and greatest, it doesn't have Thunderbolt. That's It requires an M1 to, to mm, be able to have. Right. So it right. has USB-C. Um, it has a USB-C port, so you could plug in a lot of those drives, hard drives and things like that, but no, uh, no um, Thunderbolt for those high-quality displays or the Thunderbolt drives. There again, yeah, though, I don't point. think Android phones have that either. No, I don't think so either. It does, though, have a uh, Touch ID sensor in the power button. And, Michael, I'm not sure if you knew this, and this is kind of weird. I don't know how I would feel about this. The volume buttons are on the top with the lock button. That is different. I think that would be weird to get used to. Uh, My wife has a iPad Air that has Touch ID in the lock button, and I think that's a really cool implementation of it. And you know it's interesting they did not release an air this time. So uh I think that will come next year but uh I wonder if they're going to try to put the M1 in the air. I kind of wonder if that's what they want to do. Possibly. But then what would be the benefit of the Pro at that point? They'd come up with something different. Yeah, I mean there's there's still things that the Pro can do that the Air can't. Um Oh, and the other interesting thing on the mini is it has Apple Pencil 2 support. Uh, which is why they had to move those volume buttons because they wouldn't fit with the Apple Pencil. Ah, <laughs> nice. It does not have the smart keyboard, uh, the smart connector, as they call it, though. Yep. And it does have stereo speakers while in landscape, and we've heard it may have four speakers as well. 
So okay. you're getting very similar to an iPad Pro in a very cheap price. And so Yes, you are. I think that's worth, you know, the the, the purchase. Sure is. Now the interesting thing is too on this, it only goes in sixty four and two fifty six gig configurations, no one twenty eight. That's strange. Very, very strange because you'd think that a lot of people want the middle ground, you know, they don't want you know, all two fifty six maybe they want the one twenty eight, but they need more than sixty four. Right. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. It is. Then we moved on to the Apple Watch. And we got of course two models of that the the, the Series 7 um and you know the two sizes. They're going to be slightly different uh cases on them. So you'll be able to actually have a full typing keyboard experience, which is very interesting, but inter- and probably more battery, but interestingly, no new processor. Nope. So that is very interesting to me. I'm curious how the speaker is going to be and the microphones on this new watch. But apparently the screen's going to get brighter and all kinds of other things. But I'm very excited to get a new watch because I have the Series 5. What has me intrigued by the watch itself is the being able to charge it to get eight hours and i think they said eight minutes the super fast charge oh yeah going from zero to a hundred percent in 45 minutes is what they quoted uh i thought the six already charged pretty fast so that has me kind of intrigued i don't think i'll be buying one myself uh because i do have the six unless one of the boys ends up with my six and i get a seven you know we could possibly make that work uh yep. just just saying now they're all on iphones but what also surprised me i I think the most out of this entire event is the fact that they're keeping the three around. I'm I'm slightly frustrated with that fact because unfortunately it's going to be what a lot of people go to buy their kids for Christmas because it's an easy $200 product. And how much, A, how much longer is that going to be supported with watchOS? And B, that is a substantially slow device, I imagine, because I've never used it, Compared to the iPhone or the uh, Apple Watch SE, which comes in at $79 more. So, my thought was why not drop the SE down to the price of the iPhone or the Apple Watch 3 and then keep the 6 around or, or something like that to meet that middle mark? But that is not the direction they went in, and I'm slightly disappointed. You know, there was a tweet that I saw. Um, it was from the parody, the Apple parody account, not Johnny Ive. And they said, uh, the year is 2077 and Apple's on the keynote stage announcing their new products. And they said, you know, we're announcing the Apple Watch Series 67, which joins our new lineup of the, uh, you know, Apple Watch S, uh, the Apple Watch uh, 67, the Apple Watch 66, and the Apple Watch uh, Series 3. So I I, I I got a good chuckle out of that because it's kind of true. How many years have they have they kept that watch in the lineup? You know, it's it's been a long time. It's time to say goodbye, Apple. Right. You know, I still remember. I had the Apple Watch Series Zero, as they call it now. Uh, I've had all the watches except for the Series Six. My first Apple Watch was Valentine's Day. It was the Apple Watch 1, and Mallory bought it from me for Best Buy. And she spent a lot of money at Best Buy, and I didn't know what she was doing, and then she came home with it. And that was my first experience to Apple Watch. I've had that one. I've had the 3, the Nike edition, I think it was, of the 3, and then the 6. You know, my first Apple Watch, I was in a hotel room at a conference, and... um. 
I don't know what happened. I think I ran into something the previous day. Um, you know, total blind moment. But I was in the hotel room. I had my wrist upside down, just kind of tapping on the screen, just doing different things on my watch. And I have it always close to my face because, you know, low vision. And all of a sudden, there's this thing laying on my forehead. And I just had this very puzzled look like, what that? <laughs> what is going on? So I put my hand up there and felt it, and it was my Apple Watch's screen. <laughs> it had fallen off the watch and was still connected by a bunch of wires. So I said, you know, wow. um, this is a problem. Uh, so I had to take it off. Like, I tried to reattach the screen, and I thought it had done it, and it fell off again. So I'm like, you know what? This is going in my suitcase, and right back to Apple once I get home. <laughs> and they replaced it. It was not a problem, but... It was just such a shock, right? Right. Just, what happened? <laughs> so, um, that's my funny Apple Watch story. And then after that, we got, um, was it the phones? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're in between there, I think it was actually before the watch, they did mention some Apple TV content. too. Yes, they did. And there's quite a few shows that I'm very interested in. <laughs> um, the morning show... Uh, season two, Foundation, uh, and there looks like a few other shows that I haven't even heard of that I'm like, ooh, man, this is going to be cool. And I like that the audio described all of it, so that was really cool. And uh, is there any content There's, that Apple's coming out with that you're interested in, Michael or Taylor? So the morning show, season two, I'm interested in. I should probably start listening to it. Uh, another one that they released is or is releasing in the not-too-distant future is The Shrink Next Door. Now, I've listened to a podcast about this, um, and I think it was Wondery that did it. And now I'm interested to see the Apple TV rendition of it. And then lastly, Calls. I really liked that show, and I'd like to see a season two of it. Is it coming out with a season two? No, not that I'm aware of. I would like to see one. But oh, man, Calls calls was amazing. I'm jumping over to the Googles to look real quick. <laughs> calls was creepy, but it had a great ending. I mean, I thought it was going to be, you know, a terrible ending, but it ended so well, and it was creepy. And But they wrapped that season up really well, and I just loved it, and... Yeah, if you haven't checked out Calls, check it out. So, um, yeah, we, we, we got Apple TV content, and then um, we got new phones, and we have new colors. I don't know how I feel about all these colors. Oh, yeah, and the, and the iPads and the watches have new colors as well. And they're not as... Um, they're more muted colors. In fact, they're silver they're calling Starlight, which is like... What is that? And it's apparently like a, a different off shade of white with a hint of like a yellowish gold tint. So that's pretty interesting. And then they have, of course, like the purple and the, what are they calling it? Midnight now and a few other colors. Yep. It's hard to keep track of them all. Why can't we just say blue, purple, white? I don't know. Because they want to make it complicated. Well, they want to make it sound fancy. Well, that too. So, um, but yeah, we have, you know, um, new phones. We have the tw the 13 Mini, the 13, 13 Pro, and 13 Pro Max. Sounds like last year's phones. <laughs> huh. 
Yep, and 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 I was on mute, but I yawned because, yep, sounds a lot like last year's phones. <laughs> so it's it's it sounds very much like last year's, and they have almost all the same specs. But one thing that I like is they have the Sierra Blue, which is a lighter shade of blue from last year, which is really nice. I like that on the pro on the pro line. So for people like me, it'll make it easier to find it. They're all the same size, but they do have each of them has longer battery all the way up to the Pro Max, which has two and a half hours longer battery life than last year's. I'm super excited about this, if you can't tell. And yes, <laughs> I already have mine ordered. It's on the way. It'll be here on Friday. So super excited about that. And I have not ordered anything. I might order the Apple Watch, maybe. We'll I, will, I will be getting the watch, but they're saying that's going to come out later this fall, which is kind of depressing that it's not coming out right now. I want it now. Instant gratification. You, you, you want everything now, Michael. Yes, I do. And I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. And so it's interesting, like, what we're going to see, like, as far as these phones. Because, you know, they just have new cameras. Um, they always put new cameras in there. But the thing that has me the most interested is the macro um, ability to do macro photography. And if, you don't, if you're not aware, what that allows you to do is you could take pictures of insects or get the patterns and cell, uh, cell structures on a leaf and things like that. That is what the pro models are going to let you do. And I've always wanted, I mean, just think what that's going to do for low vision folks for magnification. That's going to be amazing. So I, I think that's why I'm truly excited about this, this, uh, this new phone is what it allows us to see. And what it will allow, you know, IRA agents and others to be able to see as well. Um, you know, one of the things that I didn't mention is the iPads are all getting, you know, new camera features too, including center stage, which is going to allow for um, people to always stay in frame, even if you are moving off to a direction like, um, you know, like right now on YouTube, I'm almost out of my camera frame. You can only see one part of my head. And, and your mic's hot too. Yes, it is because I'm right on it because I'm trying to talk <laughs> into it. But uh, it's it's um, you know the camera uses a wide angle, and so on these newer devices, it would pan out to actually be able to keep me in frame, which is amazing. You have that on the iPad Pro, don't you? Yes, that's already on iPad Pro, and it's coming to uh, all of the um, all the new iPad models as well. And interestingly. Um, that's the same technology they're using for cinematography mode on the new iPhones. You know, they talked about how, how they'll be able to do all these new shots and things like that with, uh, and they did this video with that in the event. That's how it's going to work is they're using the center stage technology on the back cameras for taking, um, film roll. So it's pretty interesting. If you ask me, I will not be buying new phones. I don't know if I said that, um, and I have an 11. Yeah, I, too many numbers. I have to remember which one I have. I have an 11. I probably won't be buying a new phone. It'll likely come next year. However, I will say on every other podcast that I say I'm not going to be buying a new phone, whether that be Android or iPhone, typically a week or two later, I end up with a new phone. So right. take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> now, interestingly, um, are we looking at the end and the death of the S line, folks? Probably. Because this I mean, is called the iPhone 13, not the 12S. Right. And it's very much a 12S. I mean, let's be real. It's very much a 12S. Um, you know, um, and there's no need to talk about radios and 5G. It has basically the same thing. I think some more 5G bands <laughs> and stuff. But 
it's basically a it's a 12s but i do yeah. think though that when you look at the pro lineup if you have to say iphone 12s pro max that's a mouthful right and that may be why they did it folks i think that's why they did that um one thing we haven't mentioned yet wasn't announced but it does come in conjunction with these new phones is ios 15 and some of the cool features that are coming out with it. right like we're getting new shortcuts extensions uh, or um um what are those called actions we're getting new um widgets on the focus home screen mode. on ipad focus mode all those things i kind of you know what i would love and I just was thinking about this this week. Wouldn't it be cool if focus mode could be uh, where if you, on the Mac, if you had that on, where you could have certain icons in your dock? Or is that a thing? I don't know if that is a thing in Mac OS. Um, is focus mode a thing in Mojave? That's in Monterey. Right? Monterey. Monterey. See? See? I knew I'd do that. <laughs> oh, we, we have the joke that we might as well call it Mojave. <laughs> right yeah yeah but is focus mode a feature in there do you know i believe so uh, i haven't messed with it but i th- I think it's a feature in there but i think with it's more iOS for... focus mode you can control what home screens you see and hide or show home screens and set a default one right i think it'd be cool if you could set up a and i got this idea from demasi set up a shortcut dependent on the focus mode that you're in so you can trigger a timer in timery so that way you can track time automatically based on your focus mode and i bet you could do that i don't know if you could or right. not but yeah so there's some very cool features and you know like um you could have focus mode set if it's not business hours um you know where you wouldn't get business phone calls i know and that i'm would... probably gonna do that because mm-hmm. we all know how many calls i've gotten this week or slack messages you yeah. can hide slack completely so you don't even see the little notification thing that says you have 15 unread slack messages right so it, it there's a lot of power with focus mode so um and you know there's new notification stuff uh, things are displayed slightly differently in Notification Center. You know, it's it's always weird whenever I pick up an older device and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is running 14. <laughs> I don't know how to use this anymore. 15 is just better. But the other thing is, folks, keep in mind, uh, you can change it back, but your address bar will be at the bottom on iOS 15. That will be a thing in Safari. So basically... In iOS, you go to Settings, Safari, and then there's a thing, a heading that says uh, Tabs. Um, I was about to say Tags because of something else that I do for a living. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, And you have to uh, change from Tab Bar to Single Tab. Now, tell me if that makes any sense whatsoever. It actually shows a little picture of the bar at the bottom for Tab Bar, and then a picture of uh, the bar at the top for single tab. That's no, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> no sense at all. Yeah. So that's how that works, folks. So get ready. Um, trainers out there, good luck. May, may, the, may the force be with you and all that stuff because you're going to need it. Uh, at least it's not the hover address bar that they had before. So yeah, I don't miss that at all. Yeah. This one makes a lot more sense, but still, just changing that setting is confusing. Nobody's going to find it. I wish they would have labeled that differently. Do they, uh, Michael, when you find that setting, do you remember if they uh, described the images at all? Nope. Nope. They didn't. And so I just switched it over on my phone. And it's nice because you can use the four-finger flick left and right between settings in Safari and see the... um, 
action taken and it moves that tab that address bar to the top but yeah there's no way for a blind person to note that without experimenting that's, with that's it. bad interesting that's yeah. bad so now we are in beta theoretically they could change it very um, unlikely well we're in release candidate oh <laughs> never mind <laughs> <laughs> Now, they have put out Release Candidate 2 before, but it's usually if there's like a critical but. thing. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what we're getting, folks. Well, yep. So, but, you know, we, we're getting a lot of cool stuff. And uh, I want to get y'all's takeaways on the event before we wrap up because we're getting close to time. So, Michael, what was your takeaways? What What did you think of the event? So my takeaways that I've told everyone that I've talked to about it was that I was very underwhelmed the event. Um, I don't know, however, what I wanted and what would have made me not underwhelmed. And I really liked the production value. And it's, it's sad that the most exciting things for me is entertainment content and not new devices. What about you, Taylor? Yeah, I kind of agree. Like I said, it wasn't really all that exciting. You know, I honestly was so not exciting that, let's see, what did I do during it? I set up a podcast. I I set up, yeah, two podcasts, excuse me. Uh, I got Pinecast redirected, and I just did a whole bunch of other things because, honestly, it was so, like, it was just something to listen to. It was background noise. But it wasn't anything exciting. Yep. And to me, it was, I, I'm I'm all about the visuals. So that was pretty exciting, but at the same time, I feel like they've done more in the past. I, I really do. But, you know, if you have a current phone, this is the time to wait for next year's model. Um, you know, if you need to buy one, buy one. Don't, you know, I'm I'm the rare exception where I try to keep up with the latest and greatest. But, uh, um, you know, it, it, it just, mileage will vary for all users, right? So, yep. um, you know, um, uh, are, what are you going to do, Taylor? Are you uh, going to buy a phone this year or are you going to wait? Yeah, I am. I sure am. And it's not because you're really excited about, you know, what's out this year. It's it's time to upgrade your phone, right? Yep, time to upgrade. Yep. Well, all right. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of the IA Cast. And uh, what we do now at the end of this is uh, we want to get everybody's contact information. And we always ask for picks. So, um, Michael, do you have a pick for this week? I do, and I'm going to use the one that I think you were going to use, so I'm apologizing nope. ahead of time, nope. Michael. Okay, good. Nope. Good, good. Going to surprise so my you. Pick to, ah, I'm excited. My pick today is the Pixel 5. We've talked a lot about iPhones today. We talked a lot about Apple, and I've recently uh, come in contact with the Pixel 5, and it is. I like the way it feels in my hand. Talkback still has some room to go, but I, I really like the way it feels in my hand, and I'll be playing with it uh, off and on. Battery share is awesome. Yes, it is. It is. I got it to work, by the way. And it even Good. makes a neat little sound whenever the device starts charging. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. And do you want my contact information, too? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. And you can find me producing content with IACast, which is an interesting thing to say right there. Also on Twitter, at Payone, P-A-Y-O-W-N. I'm Payone everywhere else, even on YouTube now, finally. And then my website is yourownpay.com, where you can get some amazing podcast content in conjunction to the IACast. All right. Taylor, what's your pick, and where can people find you online? 
My pick is uh, something that I did a live stream about earlier today. Whether that live stream was any good is up for debate. But um, Final Cut Pro. Um, Final Cut Pro is awesome. It's a video editor, professional grade uh, one made by Apple. So we're going back into the Apple ecosystem here. And it's really cool. I can do a lot of things. I can make my video sound awesome. I just edited a video for the first time that had a whole bunch of effects on it. Uh, so I had a bunch of sounds and I had a bunch of like sound effects and it sounded honestly really awesome. So Final Cut Pro is really awesome. I did my first impression video on Taylor's Tech Talks. So if you're interested in that, uh, Taylor's Tech Talks is where you'll want to go. And yeah, that was a really exciting thing. It's awesome. I'm looking forward to it, uh, dealing with it more and editing more videos. In terms of where people can find me, obviously producing content for iAccessibility, you can find me on Taylor's Tech Talks on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter, Taylor underscore Ernt22, or Tay's Tech Talks if you want to follow Taylor's Tech Talks. You can find um, me also on Clubhouse as Taylor Ernt. Okay. My, my pick this time is, this is the surprise. Uh, I started reading a new book and um, highly recommend this to anybody. Uh, who loves science fiction, and it's called Project Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. And I'm only about three hours into the book, so um, it's a science fiction book. It's read by Ray Porter, who reads the Bobiverse books, which are also some of the most amazing books ever. And the author is Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian and yep. Artemis. Also, both amazing books. Um, so this one is, I actually think it's, it, so far, it's one of the it might even be the best book he's written, which is big words because those other books are great books as well. <laughs> so, um, highly recommend. I'm not going to give anything away. You have to read it. It's just a great book. So, highly, highly recommend it. Um, you could find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Mike Doeys. That's uh, M I K E D O I S E um, at iCloud.com. I have a bunch of emails. I'm going to give out that one this time <laughs> because um, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. On I'm on Facebook. Just search for Michael Doeys, Mike Doeys on Twitter, and um, you could find me uh, producing content for Techopolis uh, at the Techopolis uh, YouTube channel, um, techopolisos.com slash YouTube. That's T-E-C-H-O-P-O-L-I-S-O-S dot com slash YouTube. And all the links that we mentioned here are going to be in uh, the show notes. So uh, and we'll have all the news coverage and everything in there as well. And um, yeah, it's really exciting, you know, what we've talked about today. So um, I want to thank Michael for, uh, for being here with us and, and uh, signing up to be on more of these things and to even possibly host sometimes. So I'm really excited about that. I want to thank everybody that's been in, in chat, ch uh, Jason and uh, Logic Pro X Gaming. Thank you guys for being here. Um, it's really awesome to have y'all. And, um, you know, with, with you guys have, uh, and, and, and Michael, who's on the podcast, who had to put in the, <laughs> the great comical messages. It was great. Um, you know, that kind of stuff breaks up the monotony of the show. So it, it's really awesome, you know, having you guys, uh, you know, talk and chat and things like that. So um, I want to say thank you all to, um, to everybody that's been here. And we will be back in two weeks for another episode of the IA cast. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. See you next time.
This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iaccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iaccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iaccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening.